Welcome to the Love and Freedom Podcast with Peace Ducrier, where she shares the life-transforming truth of God's Word that mends hearts and liberates people. Listen and experience the love of God. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We have been on the longest series ever, which is Three Truths to Remember When Going Through Trials. And it has been an interesting series so far, and I'm sure you have been greatly and tremendously blessed and moved. Hallelujah. I hope you've been listening to those episodes over and over again because the word of God has leaves in power. And the more you listen, the more you look at the word of God, the more you are changed. We've talked about the first truth, which is that God loves you. The second one is that God's power is at work in you. And we've been looking at the third one, which is God's word is absolute truth. And, you know, it's so amazing because I have the same topic on my blog and it's just really different what I share here and what I post on my blog, they're like two different things, two different things. I mean, it's the word of God, but it just takes a whole different perspective when I share. And I think if I'm called upon to share this same uh, topic in another place, I would most likely take it from another angle. I mean, it's still going to be the word of God, but there's just so many props in the scripture and it's like, you can't doubt it. Like everything just comes together. And I implore you to also visit my blog to, you'll find the link on the description to check it out and also learn more and go in deeper into the word of God. And so today we've been looking at the third truth, which is that God's word is absolute truth. And we've seen the truth of God's word in different aspects of our lives. And we've learned that God's word is truth. And if we're experiencing something different, or if we're having thoughts that are different from the word of God, then those thoughts and those experiences align vanities and they are lies. Praise Jesus. So we've looked at the truth of God's word in areas such as our finance, our health, pregnancy, childbirth, marriage, academics, career, business, investments. And so today we'll be looking at God's truth in the area of safety, in the area of peace. And this is a special episode. And I just pray that as you listen to me, the peace of God will mount God over your heart. And the word of God that I share with you today, these words will move you. In the name of Jesus, these words will take you deeper into the knowledge and experience of God. I declare that after listening to me, you experience a different dimension in your life. You will experience a greater peace in your life. I declare that when the lies of the enemies, when they come up, you will hear these words that I speak to you today. In the name of Jesus Christ, every area of your life that the enemy has spoken lies, in the words that I speak to you, may they bring you out of every lie the enemy has put you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, moving on. So what does God say about pregnancy? What does he say about childbirth? What does he say about carrying a baby, having children? Does God say anything about it in scriptures? Let's see Exodus 23 verse 26. The easy English says, your women will all have babies. None of the babies will be born before it is ready. I'll give a long life to every person. Another translation says, no woman will miscarry or be barren in your land and I'll make every day of your life complete. So it means that children are God's plan. God wants us to have children. 
you know, he founded, he instituted the, he, he instituted marriage in the Garden of Eden and he said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Not just in the aspect of having children now, but children is included in that when he said, be fruitful and multiply. So children are God's gift. Children are a reward from God. Psalm 127, Psalm 127 verse 3 tells us that children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. And God tells us that no woman amongst us will miscarry. So miscarriage obviously is from the devil. And God is saying to you that you will not miscarry. When you, when you conceive you will not miscarry. You will not give birth to premature babies. He says, you will carry your baby to full term and you will deliver and you will not be barren. So you will have your children. That is the truth of God's word. And if you, if you've, if you've suffered a miscarriage before, that was not God's plan. That was not how God's God planned your life. That was the devil. And you know, scripture says that my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. You didn't, maybe you didn't know this, or maybe you knew this, but you did not endorse it. Now you know. And if you're scared that maybe it will be like this the next time, no, refuse it. That's a lie. The truth of God's word is that you will not miscarry. You will not be barren. You will have your own children because children are a gift from the Lord. And the Lord has given you all things. He says all things are yours. He says he who did not spare his own son. How will he not with his son give us all things? It means that when he gave us Jesus, he gave us all things with Jesus. In Christ, we have all things. In Christ, you have your children. You know, it says children shall surround your table. Your quiver shall be full of children. How many kids do you want to have? It's up to you. None of your wife will not be barren. You will not be barren if you're a woman. Listen to me. Praise Jesus. So what does God say about delivery? What does God say about the delivery process? You know, for a long time, I didn't know that God said something about the delivery of the new creation of the new creation woman and until one day i was i had read the scripture several times but i never understood it until one of my pastors explained it to me first timothy 2 verse 15 even though she'll be saved through the birth of the child another translation says but if they go on in faith and love and holy self-control she'll be kept safe at the time of childbirth the kjv says notwithstanding she shall be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. The word saved there is the word sozo. And it means to keep one, to heal, to preserve, to make whole, to preserve one who is in the is in danger, to save a suffering one, to make well, to heal, to restore, to health. So it means that when you go into the delivery room, you have this assurance, you have this peace, you have this assurance that you will not lose your life in the process of childbearing because God says that you will be saved in childbirth. Hallelujah. So God's word covers every aspect of our lives. God's word covers every aspect of our lives. When it comes to pregnancy, giving birth, it covers every single aspect of our life. So now you know that the way God planned your life, the truth about your life is that you cannot be barren, you cannot miscarry, and your delivery Delivery of all your babies will be safe. You will not die in the delivery room. You will be saved. This is 
a sovereign declaration from the Most High God. Hallelujah. So now there is no reason to fear. There is no reason to fear. You know, when we talk about safety, and if you even Google scriptures about safety, the one book of the Bible that comes up is Psalm 91. And that is a profound scripture. You know, just going through the book of Psalm 91, I'm like, oh, wow, this is my truth. This is what God says. This is the truth about my life. You know, it's an aberration for the believer to be successfully attacked by the enemy because God's word is eternal. God's promises are eternal, eternal, and not one of them falls to the ground. Praise Jesus. So Psalm 91, I would implore you to read Psalm 91 and meditate on Psalm 91. It covers so much. It covers so much about safety and our protection. The translation that I like reading Psalm 91 from is the Passion Translation. And I recently just actually f- decided to check out how Psalm 91 is like on the Passion Translation. And I really loved it. So I wrote down some things, some truths from Psalm 91. And the first truth here that I have is God will rescue you from the hidden trap, every hidden trap of the enemy. So let's see Psalm 91. Let's see that scripture. Psalm 91 from the Passion Translation. When you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He's the hope that holds you and the stronghold to shelter you. The only God for you and your great confidence. He will rescue you from every trap, from every hidden trap of the enemy. And he will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have, a f- nor have to fear his spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you. Know the powers of evil launched against you. Even in a time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, you'll remain unscathed and unharmed. You'll be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they'll be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us? What disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You will even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to you. Because you have delighted in me as my great lover, I will greatly protect you. I will set you in a high place, safe and secure before my face. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray. And you will find and feel my presence, even in your time of pressure and trouble. I will be your glorious hero and give you a feast. You will be satisfied with a full life and with all that I do for you. For you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. I implore you to go through Psalm 91 in your own time. 
and meditate on it. Use other translations, compare different translations, the KJV, the NKJV, the Amplified Classic, and just study Psalm 91 for yourself and meditate on it. So it gets a hold of your thoughts, of your emotions, of your mind. So all you think about is the is Psalm 91. When you're walking at night or driving or even sleeping in your house and the devil brings evil thoughts to your heart. And he says to you, what if you get attacked? What if someone comes to your house? You remember Psalm 91. You remember that you are not alone because his angels are with you wherever you go. The popular translation. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The Passion says, when you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai. I just want you to, I just want us to mirror a scripture to this scripture that we just read. And that is Galatians 3 verse 27. It says, they that dwell in the secret place of the Almighty. What does it mean to dwell in the secret place of the Almighty God? Galatians 3 verse 27, it says, For all those of you who were given baptism into Christ, did put on Christ. Another translation says, I've clothed yourselves with Christ. It means to be sunk into Christ. The word for put in there or put on there is to sink into a clothing. So it means that your natural location, your default location right now, because I told you the other time that Christ is now your location. It says, if any man be in Christ. And I said, we're engrafted into him. Well, I didn't say the scripture said that we are engrafted into him. So it means that your location in Christ is Christ. And it means that your default location is the secret place of the most high God. So you actually dwell in the most high God because you are put on Christ. You have been found in Christ. Now you are found in God and God is found in you. Do you understand what that means? You are found in Christ. You were, you were engrafted into Christ. So when the, I told you when the father looks now, he sees Christ. Scripture says, if ye be Christ. And I told us that Christ is Jesus and the church. So now you are in Christ. So indeed, you are in the secret place of the most high God. The secret place of the most high God is Christ. You are in him. What else? What, I mean, people, people say is the one that dwells in prayer, dwells in prayer. But that's not what the scripture is showing us. It's simple. If you are in Christ, you are in the secret place of the most high God. And I just highlighted some things from Psalm 91 using the Passion Translation. And the first thing from the, I, I, I arranged it in order of, um, in the order into, in which it was presented in Psalm 91. And the first thing is, it says, God will rescue me, rescue you from every hidden, God will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. So it doesn't matter if you're going somewhere and the enemy has planned something there or planned an accident or planned something or planned a robbery or anything. He says, God will rescue you. God has gone ahead of you. You know, think about it. The children of Israel, he went ahead of them. He went, and the scriptures tells us that he went ahead of them to search out where they would camp. And it's like a father who goes on a journey with his child and his wife. He goes ahead of them, not because he's trying to keep himself safe, but he's more concerned about his wife and kids. He goes ahead of them to look at, okay, how does this place look like? And then he prepares the way. 
and if it's like a a path that is filled with a lot of snow he clears it for the wife and the kid that is god he has gone ahead of you he goes ahead of you so before you if when you wake up in the morning and you're about to go to work or you're about to travel you're about to fly by air or go by road or go by sea or whatever he has gone ahead of you in that journey he went ahead of you and cleared the way and then he comes and takes you his angels because god is everywhere so he's not like when he goes ahead of you he leaves you behind no he's still with you that is how, that is because it's god so he goes ahead of you and clears the way and then comes and takes you so in that journey that you embark on god has gone ahead of you and he says if there be any hidden trap of the enemy don't worry i'll protect you god is greater than the secret service He's greater than any agency. He's greater than any any bodyguard or whatever because he sees everything. He knows everything. Nothing escapes him. The Secret Service, some guys might outsmart them, but nobody can outsmart God. Praise Jesus. You know, the second one it says his massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. Even now, he's protecting you. That tells you that God is not far from you. God is with you. You know, Jesus told the disciples and he said to us as well, he says, lo, I'm with you even to the end of the age. He's with you. He didn't say, he didn't say I will be with you. He says, I'm with you. Even now, right now, wherever you are, he's with you. He never leaves you. Always with you. He says his massive arms are wrapped around you. Is it sometimes? No. His massive arms are wrapped around you all the time, protecting you even now. Praise Jesus. He says his arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You dwell in safety. You indeed dwell in safety. You know, Psalm 125 verse 2 says, As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds us round about. That is it. That is it. So how can harm come to you? Because if any harm wants to come, it gets to God, not you. It gets to God first, not you. So you are indeed in safety. You dwell in safety. Don't be like Job who said he was not in safety, but he was in safety. There was an edge of protection around him, but he didn't know. He broke it with his words. Don't be like that. There's an edge of protection around you. You dwell in safety. The next one says, you will never have to worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. And the next one I have here is that you will not you will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. You know, in Leviticus twenty six verse six it says that God gives Sorry, in Leviticus 26 verse 6, it says, I'll grant peace in the land so that you will lie down to sleep without anyone terrifying you. So it means that you will go to bed at night and no one will make you afraid. No one will even be able to make you afraid because you are aware and you know that the Lord is your protection and no harm can come against you when the Lord is the one protecting you. You know, scripture says that God gives his beloved sleep. God wants you to have a beautiful sleep at night. God doesn't want you to be scared at night. He doesn't want you to be scared of the darkness. 
because he's protecting you. Think about the children of Israel. God protected them. No one could do them harm because God put their fear in the hearts of other people. So even those giants that ordinarily, normally, by default, in fact, (laughs) they could overpower the children of Israel. They could beat them down, overpower them, overtake them. But they couldn't because of the Lord. Because the Lord was with them and they knew that these people had God. So they couldn't even think to harm the children of Israel. That was God working for them. That was God protecting them. So God doesn't just protect you by shielding you. He also does not allow thoughts to rise up in the hearts of other people against you. And even if those thoughts rise up against you, he says, no weapon formed against you shall ever ever prosper. Because he made the one who made the gun. He made the one who made the axe or whatever. And he knows what can make that thing not harm you. And that's why he says, no weapon has been made that can harm you. This is the truth of God's word. This is your truth. This is who God has made you. This is what God has given to you. Praise Jesus. So he says, you will never have to worry about an attack of demonic forces at night. You know, a lot of people have sleep paralysis where you're sleeping and then it's like the demons are on you and you're trying to wake up but you can't get up you can't even breathe those are demonic oppressions now he's saying to you you never have to worry about that and if you've been worrying about or you've been experiencing that now you know the truth of god's word and so you start speaking it and say yeah yeah this is my truth i'll never have to worry I'm not surrounded. You know, there's a song that says, it may seem that I'm surrounded, but I am surrounded by God. I am surrounded by you, Lord. I am surrounded by you and your angels. You are not alone. You are never alone. It says, whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you. You know, the sense of God's peace is not just, it's not just, when we talk about the truth of God in the aspect of our peace. And the the peace of God or the protection of God is such that it's not just that you're protected inward or you're protected outward. It's both. You're protected inward and outward. So it means that your heart will not be troubled. And even around you, you won't see the trouble. Praise Jesus. You know, it says that a thousand shall fall at your right hand, 10,000 at the other side. But it will not come near you. It will not come near you. Because what is near you is Jesus. What is near you is Jehovah. That is what is near you, not trouble. It doesn't matter if you're saying, oh, in the next street. What is closest to you is Jehovah, not the trouble. Praise Jesus. God is closer to you than the trouble. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. That trouble has to defeat Jehovah before it can defeat you. That is the truth. That is the truth of God's word. Everything else is an aberration. Everything else is a lie. It says even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands being killed, you remain unharmed. You cannot be involved. When they say there's a pandemic going on, there is disaster, natural disasters, a lot of things are going on. God says you remain unharmed. Praise Jesus. You know, I heard a story of a man who they said a storm is coming. This is coming. You have to move from this place. The man said he's not moving. And when he saw the, the I, I don't know if it was a tornado or, or a storm coming, he, he pointed it to go to another place. And it went. It obeyed. Because everything in nature has ears. And they obeyed the word of God. They obeyed the commands of God because God made it. And they have to obey. You know, scripture says that when God showed up, the mountains, they skipped like rams. Mountains, they, they skipped like rams. Even the sea, he parted the sea to tell you that everything that God made, everything in nature has intelligence and there is nothing that exists that was not made by God. Hallelujah. 
It says, you are always shielded from harm. You are always shielded from harm. All the time you are protected. Every second of the day you are protected. When you are sleeping, you are protected. When you are in the shower, you are protected. The angels, they follow you. God follows you. God surrounds you. He says like the mountains around Jerusalem. That's how the Lord surrounds you. Those mountains are not moved. Those mountains are not moved. They are stationary. That is how God is stationary about you. It doesn't matter where you go. You know, if you're in a place where mountains surround everywhere. It doesn't matter if you're going forward or going backward or going to the left hand side or the right hand side the mountains are stationary so also god is stationary about you you are protected you are shielded from all harm you are as much protected behind you as you are in front of you because god is round about you hallelujah praise jesus evil and disease cannot prevail against you no 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 it cannot evil and disease cannot prevail against you. how would they come how would the flu get you when jesus when jehovah is the one surrounding you Hallelujah. It says God sends angels with special orders. It didn't just say God sends angels with, with others. It said God spe- sends angels with special orders because you are his masterpiece. You are the apple of his eyes. So he sends his angels and say, make sure they must obey. Of course, God is the one sending them. He sends his angels with special orders. Of course, we give, we give orders to angels. We give commands to angels. But this one is saying that God is the one that gave this order. God is the one that gave this special order to the angels and said, protect these ones. Go with them wherever they go. Protect them. It says, even if there is a trap, he will rescue it from rescue you from the trap. And it says, even if you walk into a trap, they will be there. The angels are there and they keep you from every harm. They keep you from stumbling. How can your feet slide? How can your feet slide? You know, just a short testimony. I remember when I just arrived in Canada and my first winter, I fell so many times. Like, (laughs) I mean, if you live in Canada during the winter, it gets really slippery. And a lot of times I'm like always walking fast. Sometimes I'm in a hurry and I'm always walking fast. And some, even when I'm not in a hurry, like it's just a default for me to walk fast. And sometimes even after I failed the first time and I'm like, okay, I'll start, I'll try to walk slowly. It didn't work. I still fell. And if you know, if you've ever experienced this, you know that it can be like, it can hurt. That can really, really hurt. It can be really painful. I remember one time, it was, and you know, during the winter, it's it gets, it's really dark in the morning. Like it's not in the summer where, um, by 4 a.m., 5 a.m., it's already bright. By 6 a.m., 7 a.m., sometimes even almost till 8 a.m., it's still dark here, um, during the winter. And so I think it was around 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. and I was trying to get to school and I was walking and the next thing I knew. I was on the ground. It was almost like in the middle of the road and it was dark, which is very risky because you don't know which car is coming. It's It was it was not really a good, the roads were not in good condition because it was really, really slippery. So you don't know which, which car is coming that might hit you or anything. And I fell. It was so painful, but I had to get up fast because I had to, I had to keep moving. <laughs> and I was almost, um, yeah. And, that was my first winter and I think it was my second winter. I told myself, I, I was listening to Pastor Chris 
And there was this, there's this prayer and confession of his that he would always say, none of your feet shall slide. None of your feet shall slide. And I'll say, amen, none of my feet shall slide. And it was winter time. I'd been listening to it for several months. I think I started listening to that in the summertime. And then it was, it was winter time and it was fall and then it was winter. And then I told myself, like, I've been declaring this. So it means none of my feet shall slide. And I thought about it, like, that means even in the winter, when I'm going out, it doesn't matter how I'm walking. It doesn't matter how sleepy the, the road conditions are. None of my feet shall slide. And I kept declaring that. And sometimes when I go out and I know the ground is slippery, I just say it in my mind and then I say it out like none of my feet shall slide. And I kid you not, this is right now, rec- while I'm recording this, it's about, it's around August. And so it means I've the winter has passed long, long past. And I tell you, there was not a time throughout that winter time that I fell because the road was slippery because of the conditions. And I tell you something, I was still walking fast because sometimes you got to catch that bus and you've got to walk really fast. Sometimes you have to run. And there was never a time that I fell because the road conditions were slippery. And funny thing is, there were times where I'll be walking and I know farm, I'm looking at that place, that place is really slippery, but there is nowhere else for me to pass. I have to pass that particular place. And I'll just keep saying, none of my future slide, and I'll pass that place. And I never fell. The one time I was I was running because I had to get something from the house and rush back to school. And I was running and then I didn't, you know, when snow covers everywhere, there was like this deep um it was like a curve, but then the snow had covered everywhere. So I didn't know that, um, I didn't know that that particular part of the roadside was a curb. And I just, I was running and then I just put one of my legs in there and I was almost falling to the ground, but something just, something just kept, like something just kept me. And Rather than falling and hitting or lying on the floor or like hitting my waist or my hips on the ground, my hands just were stable on the ground and I balanced myself and I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not snow that was slippery and then I slipped or whatever or my feet slided. No, but this is this is me like not knowing that that was a curbside. I'm like, Mm-mm, this is not happening again. None of my features slide. And that was it. 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 So I'm telling you that the word of God works. This word of God works. None of your future slide because the angels, they are keeping your feet from sliding. They are keeping you from falling. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. The next one says, you will walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness. Trampling every one of them beneath your feet by now you should know that's for sure for sure for sure for sure this this is this has got to be your experience because you're seated above you're seated together with christ jesus far above principalities and powers and the verse 12 says something really amazing it says god god's word to you now god's word to you now he says because you have delighted in me as your great lover, do you love God? I'm sure you do. I mean, you're listening to this and you're hearing this right now. <laughs> so I'm sure you love God. And how could you not love God if you're a child of God? Because he says his love is shed abroad in your heart. 
And we love him because he first loved us. So his love moves you to love him. How could you not love him? Come on. <laughs> you're born of him. You're born of his love. So you, you love him. And he says, because you have delighted in me as my great lover. Because you have delighted in me as my great lover. You know, he's saying, because you have delighted in me as my love. It's like, you have delighted in me as as pa, I love you. Do you understand what that means? So he he's telling you that you are his great lover. He's not telling you because you love him. He's saying you are my great lover. So he says, because you have delighted in me as my great lover, I will greatly protect you. So he says, because you love me, and of course he loves you, for that reason, he will greatly protect you. You know, there's a song that says, Lord, you protect me. Lord, for your sake, you protect me. He protects you for his sake because he loves you. He protects you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. He says, I'll set you in a high place, safe and secure before my face. But you know, he's already done that because he's, he tells you, you're seated together with Christ, together with and in Christ. Far above principalities and powers. You're bigger than the devil. I've told you several times. <laughs> You're bigger than the devil. And then he says that he will keep you secure. He says he will keep you secure before his face. He will keep you secure before his face. He'll keep you secure before his face. So it means that you're never far from it. You're never, no, there's no point saying you're never far. You are never away from his sight. You know, that's, I think it's Psalm 25. Um, the message translation says, what are, God, what are God's worshippers like? And it says, they're like arrows directed at God's bull's eye. And I, I gave us a scenario where there's an arrow pointed at your eye. You follow the arrow wherever it goes. That is how you are before God's eyes. You're never away from his sight. His eyes are on you. The walls are your building that are ever before him. And it's not just you because... Whatever you care about, whatever you're concerned about, your parents, your kids, your spouse, your boyfriend, your friends, whatever you care about, whoever you care about, whatever you're concerned about, your business, your career, everything is protected because God protects everything that concerns you. Hallelujah. He says you'll answer your cry for help anytime you pray. And there's something, there's something touching here. He says, you will find and feel his presence even in your time of pressure and trouble. Scripture says that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He's never far, far away from them. So it doesn't matter what you're going through. He says, you will find and you will feel my presence. This is your truth today. And then he says, he'll be your glorious hero. Always there for you. God is always, always, always there with you, for you and in you. And he says, with long life, he will satisfy you. That means you would live long to the point that you are satisfied with, not just with the quality of your life, but with the length, the time of your life. That is what he will do for you. I told you, God loves you and he will do absolutely anything for you. So when the devil tries to bring thoughts of maybe you're not protected, tell him, you don't need those secret service agents or whatever. Tell him. God is your protection and God is bigger than them all. God is greater than the darkness. He is bigger than them all. And you too, you are greater than the darkness because God is in you. God is rising up tall in you. 
God is rising up tall in you. The anointing of God is being stirred up. The anointing of God is being stirred up big in you now. As you're listening, ha, you are thinking now, Oh God, I have been protected all this while and the devil has been feeding me with lies. No, 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 no. Now you know the truth of God's word. And this word will protect you. These words that I've spoken to you today will protect you because the word of God is God himself. And these words will be your buckler. They will shield you from harm. You're protected. The Lord keeps you safe. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We're still going to continue. Um... We're still going to continue talking about the truth of God's word in different aspects of our lives. And the next one will be on peace. Praise Jesus. What does God's word say about our peace? We're going to be looking at that in our next episode. And if you've been listening to me and you don't know Jesus, you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I just, and you, while listening to me, something struck a chord in your heart and you just want to accept him right now. That is totally awesome. You know, Jesus is the son of God. And he's God himself because son of God means God in flesh. And Jesus came to earth. He died. He was buried. And on the third day, he was raised again by the glory of the father. And all, all he says is, if you believe this that I just shared with you, which is the gospel message, if you believe it in your heart and you confess that he is Lord, you will be saved. You will be saved from damnation, saved from sickness, saved from poverty, saved from every force of hell save from every darkness and if that's you today and you just want to receive jesus into your heart please just say these words after me dear jesus i believe that you died i believe that you were raised again back to life and today i declare i confess that jesus you are lord save me from my sins wash me clean i receive your gift of salvation today Thank you, Father, because I am now born again. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. Praise Jesus. See you in my next episode. Thank you and bye-bye. I trust that you're even more glorious now after listening to that life-transforming message by Peace Dukuye. I invite you to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life by praying thus, O Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ. Son of the living God. I believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I'm born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I'm now a child of God. Hallelujah. Congratulations. You are now a child of God. If you desire to go deeper in the Word of God, please click on the link in the description to check out more in-depth messages on Connect with Peace's blog. For counseling, questions, and inquiries, please send an email to the Love and Freedom Podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow Peace on Instagram at Connect with Peace.